All right, Almost Punk Podcast, episode 37 with Olga and Colin. Here we are. Right. Yeah. And this episode, we're going to be talking about some stuff that might not be the right content for some of you. Uh, We're going to be talking about sexual assault and we're going to be just kind of sharing some opinions about some things as best of what we understand of what is going on. Um, These are just our opinions based on what we've seen yeah we always just drop one of these whenever we feel like it's sorry about the sporadic posting schedule i mean we're moving into the to august it's the end of the well, is it the end of summer i always think of the end of august is the end of summer but people True. include september into summer like they have the olympics in september yeah so I, I like having as much summer as possible so i would like to include as many months into it as possible. All right, we're dead smack middle of we're summer then. We're in the then. middle of the summer. It's barely begun, yeah. And probably the biggest news of the summer right now. Anti-Flag announced that they are no longer together and they only announced it on Patreon um, and they just deleted all their socials, their Facebook, their um, Instagram, their Twitter, and also the band members Yep. deleted everything so one of my friends saw it and texts me and i immediately was thinking oh when a band disappears like this this is bad news i was thinking "Ooh, that's not good like i immediately that's where my mind goes because i've been through enough scandals now or not been uh. through i've observed we've covered some scandals on this podcast so that's kind of um where my mind went immediately because when a band usually breaks up they'll announce it like some 41 recently announced that they're breaking up what did they say we're releasing our last album this year we're gonna do our last headlining tour so if you want to come see it it's a good money grab for bands honestly like if you're gonna quit the band and it's a really great opportunity to like celebrate your career celebrate your catalog and for your fans to get a chance to finally to see you last time or the first time knowing that you might not see them again. It's, it's good for everybody. It's good to say goodbye instead of just disappearing into the void. It's funny that you said you had your thought about yeah. the first thing that came to mind and mine was the opposite. Oh really? I thought money grubbers oh. and I thought the lead singer has screwed over the rest of the band and wants to take all oh. the publishing and all the royalties and then they had a big argument about it and then they just broke up so I was like it's all about the money 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 oh. and I thought funny funny because it's anti-flag yeah. and they're supposed to be about all the community and sharing all this stuff and they're just blah 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 money I, and the singer's gonna go solo I specifically thought underage girl like Dang. something that's where my mind went because I've seen a lot of like other bands have issues with it and it's just i mean it's it's so common that it's it's like a meme in the pop punk community now like oh that singer's date underage girl like it's so common that it's it's like a joke of itself like which is there's nothing funny about it so that's kind of where my mind went immediately and then of course i started digging around and pretty quickly found that about the same day that they announced their breakup a podcast enough which is, um, I've never heard of it before, but I definitely checked it out. Um, and I listened to that episode, but in, on the podcast, um, there was a woman who went on and basically talked about a sexual assault that she experienced and she did not say it was anti-flag, but, um, it's kind of, there's no other band. It looks like it could be from the, from like, there's really no other band that the timeline works for. And, kind of the references she made works for and also 
it, it just so happens that anti-flag breaks up the day the podcast comes out mysteriously and completely disappears, which, um, doesn't look like a coincidence, let's say. Yeah, Christina Sarhadi, mm-hmm. she's in from New York or East Coast, and she's now currently a therapist and Reiki master. I'm not sure what Reiki master is, but anyway, that's what she does. And this happened apparently years ago. Talk about and, 10 years ago. And th- like, so we'll, we'll link the, the, the yeah. podcast in the, the, the links or whatever. But man, that story was, it was like you're living it. While she's talking yeah. about it. It was so detailed. I could picture it. And it was so crazy. Because this is anti-flag. Yeah. And oh, this is alleged. Alleged. So, so it's funny. She never mentions the band. Just like you said. She never mentions the dude's name. But you're right. The fans of the band. They know so much about it. They were the ones that figured it out like instantly. Yeah. It must have. Because within hours I feel like it went. Yeah. Yeah. You, you sent me the message. Anti-flag broke up. I think it's the money thing. And then what? Five minutes later, I send you, <laughs> the, you podcast. Send me the podcast link and I listen to the podcast and my mind is blown. Yeah. I'm like what? Yeah. Whoa. Do not listen to it. If you, if that's a subject matter, you don't want to hear about, or it's, it's a very, you know, it's a graphic description and it's disturbing. It's really oh my disturbing. God, it's I had super to disturbing. pause it many times just to like breathe. It's, it's not, it was not a, an, a light listen I no will say. and like the way that she was she kept her composure yeah. amazingly because and there's the a hosts, youtube the hosts kind there's of there's a youtube like you can watch the oh, you interview watch? on oh, youtube too which i kind of wow. did a little bit but oh, i, I, I can't that. even i can't even like that's just a little too much because every once right in a while they'd like crack a joke yeah. or they made a some like some sort not a joke joke but like a light-hearted they comment. did i think about like the dancing skills yeah of and then i was person. just like what and like the Christina Sarhadi, she kept it together, didn't break anything, and just told a extremely detailed step by step story of the entirety of rape. Yeah, without naming the person's name, without naming the band, just incredible. Yeah, incredible ability to do that. I don't think I could do that. That was, yeah. Very brave, extremely impressive. Yeah. And I had no doubt what she was talking about. Yeah. Not a, not a single, the, the details that she talked about, the places that she talked and about also, going, even the, dates the situations. That she, and, I, oh, I've yeah. like, as somebody who's been to a lot of shows, have met a lot of bands, like I've been in some, like in those situations or those similar interactions and so on. So it's like, it was, it was very like familiar to me, even though like, I have never, I've only met the drummer of Anti-Flag. I've met Pat. I've never met them. I don't know. They, I don't know much about them as people. Um, but it just kind of like the situations were similar to stuff I've experienced, you know, with other bands, like being invited to stuff or chatting with them after shows and things like that. Yeah. She just talks about starting it up. Oh, she, she, Anti-Flag is her favorite. Oh, she didn't say Anti-Flag. This band was this political band from East Coast. Yes. This political band from the East Coast. East Coast, she's in the front row, she sees the singer, they lock eyes, and then after the show, he just comes up to her and says, hey, if I come into town, you want to hang out? Yeah. And she thought nothing of it, it's just other than like, awesome, my favorite band's lead singer wants to hang out and go to this this movie movie festival, and like they have a, or the singer has a part in a movie that's playing and he's going to take her 
and she goes and, and like and there's things that she brings up that would be normal red flags you or not red flags but concerning mm-hmm. um but he's a known public figure yeah of anti-flag of anti- and you wouldn't think this is a dangerous person. I would have never thought anything of it. No. And I, and even like one of her thoughts was he was so much older than her that she yeah. didn't think. He's 20 years older He was her. 20. She was about like 22, I think she yeah. said. And he was 40 at the time. Yeah. Which I also, that was one of the most shocking things to realize that this That dude is now 50 years old. He's 50 years old. I was like, what? I did not know that. I did not know this. No. Um, And so she didn't think he was like interested in her because you you kind of see them as like parental figures then in the scene if you're you know that many two decades younger right like this is a band that got you in a lot of people involved in politics um into you know veganism into activism into all kinds of things so i think you probably you you know a lot of their fans probably saw them as like parental is like you know parental figures more than anything like idols idols yeah yeah, and so I, if I'm her, I'm thinking the same thing. Cool, I'll he, go to the the show. Yeah, yeah fine. Like he needs a ride. He needs a, like, like he needs a ride. Yeah. Okay, I'll take him. No yeah, problem. no problem. Like, and then when they go walking around the festival, then he starts introducing her as his girlfriend, and she tells him, "Oh, I got a boyfriend." Yeah, and like he didn't care, and she was just like, "Okay, well." Oh, Still, she thought this is this is the beginning of when things get strange. And then he like tries to kiss her. Then he does kiss her. And then she's like, "Okay, this is definitely weird." And I think he tried kissing her, or he tried going in the back seat. Yeah, like that on was the gonna... way there. Yeah. Oh, so... I thought that was on the way back. But yeah. anyway, yeah, she's like, "Okay, we got to get out of here." And mm-hmm. so she tries to take him home. And then he like that's what I was thinking. He's like trying to put the moves on her. Then again, and she's like, "No, I'm on my period. I got a boyfriend." She's saying all these things to like get out of the situation, without like being rude i guess which is always the thing that yeah that's a separate separate issue about the not being rude to dudes who are trying to like put the moves on you sure people are brought up to not be rude and nice and people have a lot of like struggles with you know you don't want to be perceived as a mean person but when women reject men there's men who will go crazy they'll either start physically or verbally attacking you so then you can't do it so you're just like i don't want to have to deal with this scene right now now i get it he's doing she's trying desperately to get out of this he keeps trying to make out with her and then he says okay okay fine we'll we'll just go back to the hotel and we'll listen to this new song i'm doing a collaboration with billy bragg yeah which apparently was a a lie or something that never even came out it never came i looked i looked looked for it too too. yep Yep. didn't see anything and she said she never found it and she never heard it on the hotel yeah because instead yeah, she goes. He just attacked her. Yeah, immediately, like they get back to the hotel, and he just jumps on her like football tackle, and then like strangles her and rapes her. It's insane. She's going through it step by step, yeah. and it is, man, and I and you can just picture it because yeah. if you're an anti-flag fan, you know what the guy looks like. You know how he talks. You know how he speaks. Like everything about it is just so graphic, and this is anti-flag. Uh, this is not Marilyn Manson where. You know, it's disgusting, yeah. but I'm like, I expect it. I yeah. do. Because I'm yeah. like, I already know the guy's a creep. Yeah. This I, mean, like, I mean, he he is a creep. Like, that's his whole persona right. in that case. So it's not so shocking, but anti-flag is like out here writing feminism that's is right. for everybody songs. So you're like, oh, okay. They, Jeez. They like and respect women. <laughs> so anyway, this is an alleged Alle- thing. Yeah, you know, it has not been proven, but I'm right. just saying personal opinion. I got no, no... 
no reason to believe otherwise. This is nuts. Yeah, and I guess a couple more people, sort of like less formally, there's been some comments here yeah. and there online where other people stepped out. So now they're saying it's not just one person who stepped out. Um, but the other stories are just like very like me too, or it happened and to that's me as why well. This, that's it. And that's why the story kind of came out because the, well, why is she telling the story now? You know, and it was, so she's driving with her friend and her friend's telling her about this blog post about rock stars who rape women. And there was one about, um, just, just insane. insane randomly and, and so she thought well she has to speak out on it because if there's other people who knows there could be a ton of people yeah. and then just like you said as soon as you go on the internet you go yeah. on twitter i saw on twitter it immediately like two other people and then you go on reddit a bunch of other yeah. people and it's like oh my god this is like this is a whoa. thing whoa yeah and it's weird because um i mean i guess it's it's unsurprising because i guess if, if that's the kind of thing you do then that's ca- kind of thing i've also even seen people saying i've had like a consensual relationship with him yeah. or a hookup but one of them i saw it was saying she was underage yeah which i don't think that counts as consensual technically mm-hmm. but she was like oh it was consensual i'm okay with it but it's like the yeah. method he uses for everybody yeah you, you know he's like i'm the rock star you're the fan You'll do anything that I want to do and I'll get away with it. And some people are cool with it and some people aren't. But either way, he doesn't care. Yeah, I, I guess. That's, yeah. that's the way yeah. it's coming And also here. important to mention it was alcohol was involved. Yeah. So, um, totally. which is weird because they're like a straight edge band or at least a, some of them are. And she was straight edge because of this band. Yeah. And so then like when you add, I mean, having any alcohol, like she was really small. She was like about a hundred pounds and she's never drank before. Sounds yeah. like, so even having like one or two drinks, that's going to mess you up. And, it, and then like she, she has a pregnancy scare after this part is like where it just gets so bad. And she texts him and he doesn't even respond and then later on, like, I can't remember if it was a couple months later, he's like, oh, I'm coming into town. You want to hook up again? Yeah. What? What is going after? Like, the last text she sends to him is about, you may be the father of my unborn baby, and then nothing. nothing. And then the next text she gets is, want to hook up later. I might or be like, coming yeah, to town. Or like, yeah, I might be coming. Do you want to hang out or something? What the heck? And, but, and then another thing that kills me. Okay, they they shut down their social media. They don't even comment. Nothing. I understand that the lead singer's not going to say anything. His lawyer's like, you better shut up or yeah. not say anything. That's typical BS, but yeah. the band Anti-Flag, these dudes... Have not shut up about anything, ever. They're the most annoying freaking band I've ever seen on the stage talking about yeah. their beliefs. They're outspoken they're the most outspoken band yes. there is. The level of betrayal to their fans, their own message, their own individual purpose as a human being. They're, they're nothing now. Yeah. It's, they've, and it turns out they've never been anything. It's a big fat lie yeah. this entire time because, you know, they had to have known something. You don't know about the rape, but you know that that guy picks up on yeah. chicks and takes them back and bangs yeah. them. And that even that alone goes against the message. That doesn't go with 
their whole thing. Like, and at that all. they had to have known. They have no, Bare minimum, they knew no. that stuff. I agree. I agree with you 100%. I think that they knew he was hooking up with fans. Yeah. Ultimately, who's going to stop this guy? It's not going to be strangers that no. don't know and who he is. It's not going to be the crew. It's not going to be the, the women that are get, no. getting raped. It's got to be the people that, I mean, if anyone's going to say anything, it would have been those it guys. It had to be your bandmates because also, like, the way I, from what I understand, the dynamics work, right? Like, the crew works for you. You're sort of the boss. So, the other people, there is a structure of power, mm-hmm. even though I'm sure Antiflag would like to say that there isn't. But you can't go, if you're selling t-shirts for tips over there, yeah. you can't walk up to, like, your boss and be like, dude, what the heck? Yeah. You can, but you're going to lose your job and you're going to lose your livelihood. And all of a sudden, you're, like, the guy who got, or the girl who got fired from the, the tour. So, it's, like, the only people who can say something are the bandmates, yeah. I think, or, like, your tour manager because they're your peers. And it's, like, that's who whose job it is to say something. Just say yeah. Something. So I'm, I'm just, I was just shocked. It like consumed me and I literally lost sleep about this. I'm not getting over this one. No. I'm going to think about that one forever. Yeah. Like reading. The victim blaming is out of control. It's out of control. I'm like reading, you know, I'm like following it on every social network I'm, I'm aware of. And somebody's solution was literally like, well, women shouldn't talk to bands. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen? I was like. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, first of all, there's women who have to talk to bands because of their job. They are bloggers, they're interviewers, they're photographers, they're bartenders, they are working security, they're doing sound and so on. So, so what are we supposed to do? All sit at home. And also the solution isn't women shouldn't talk to bands. No, men shouldn't rape women. How about that? Why aren't you complaining about that? What other people are, you know, there's like a lot of people saying, well, they have sucked for a while anyways. That's not the point. <laughs> like completely missing the point. Cool. You know, or I never liked them. Cool. That doesn't take away from like what, you know, it, you can't not admit that this is a huge band in the music, in the punk scene right now. They have been for decades. And then the, the other one is uh, you shouldn't idolize people, which I agree. I think the life has shown us that that is correct. However, some people need that in their life. Some people don't have role models in their families or in their communities that they relate to or so on. So they might idolize a band. And also, you don't have to idolize a band to be really upset about this. Like, I don't idolize anyone in that band. I just thought they were cool dudes. But obviously, I was wrong. I'm still upset about it because it's crazy. I'm upset. Even if this happened to with band members of a band I hate, I would still be upset because I'm upset for the people that, you know, suffered through All the stuff he's done. It doesn't matter how you feel about the band. And also, I'm also seeing people being like, well, it's been a known thing, like that they're kind of, that this band, that he's a creeper. And I'm like, no, it hasn't. Like, I have not, I've like known people who, I've had like acquaintances who were friends with that band and everybody just always said they're the nicest dudes. So I had probably five albums of theirs. Yeah. I don't know a thing about how that guy behaves. Yeah. Like, what What are you talking about? Everyone knows. No. No. No, they don't. Yeah. If I'd have known that, you think I'd be listening to any of this crap? No. Heck no. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and then as the aftermath, I mean, it looks like all the other news stories I've dug up on this is basically everyone, every band that was on AF Records has yeah. decided to break ties. Um, Punk Rock Saves Lives has, you know, cut ties uh, with him as well. And then... They were on tour with Bouncing Souls, right, uh, currently, and Bouncing Souls announced that they're not touring. But, I mean, it was kind of like a duh, because the band doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. So, yeah. like, they can't 
tour with a band that doesn't exist. So I'm excited to see who they um, will add to that tour. All right. So uh, we actually finished recording the episode. And then since then, there's been some updates. So we wanted to quickly record a follow up to what's going on. Uh, there's been two statements issued. Both of them have been issued by Justin Sane on his Instagram. Uh, the rest of the account is now deleted. He doesn't have any of his old stuff up there. I still cannot find the social media of any of the other band members of Anti-Flag, but uh, he released a statement basically saying that there's been claims of sexual assault made against him. So I guess my take is that he does acknowledge that that podcast episode was about him. Well, yeah, not only that, but since the original, so the original podcast um, <clears throat> that Christina Sarhadi went on and she talked about being raped and she didn't name any person, she didn't name the band. Right. Afterward, the internet, you, you know, they came to the conclusion it was just insane. Yep. He's been accused. But since then, people, other people, several have yep. accused him by name of sexual assault, rape, grooming and all and of also that. just uh i guess and also just having like consensual se uh, sex with his fan yeah Let's say some of them have said it was yeah and so, so that's why i was just saying is yeah he has been accused of rape like right. by name by right. a few people oh now. that's right yeah i see what you mean yes like Not I, a podcast on, but since then yes yeah Correct. and so and now it's been a week and so originally we were talking about it took you know, we recorded the podcast and then we're about right about to publish it. And then, yeah. then the band issued this, this statement. Right. And that's been a week. Yes. Since the whole since story it started. started. Correct. Yes. So, I mean, at the time we were just like, what the heck? No yes. response, no nothing. And it was, yes. so today was the day right. that they finally responded, denied everything, of course. Basically. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it took a whole week for them to come up with, you know, Two and a half, three paragraph response. I categor mm -hmm. I categorically deny everything. This is not right. who I am. You know, that's basically, yeah. which is the same response. I swear, it's like this, someone wrote this, like a lawyer. Right. And this, these are the things that you always say to deny anything. Right. I categorically deny this. It's like every, how many times have I heard that when it comes to something like this? So it's. Yeah, I think what's interesting to me in the part of his statement is that uh, he said that he's never uh, been approached by a woman after a sexual encounter and been, to been told that the that he acted in any way without her consent or violated her in any way. Mm -hmm. I don't think that happens to my knowledge. I'm not an expert on the topic. I don't understand in what world someone would tell somebody afterwards. Consent is not acquired after from both parties has to be happening, you know, before and during things yeah. going on, not after. <laughs> the person that's accused just insane. Mm -hmm. um, in the podcast, there is detailed description of all events leading up to it. And, you know, the aftermath of yeah. rape. And mm -hmm. his response is just vague. I yeah. categorically deny these allegations so it's like are you addressing everything that was said like are you mm -hmm. denying that you've ever met this person and are you denying that you ever promised to take her to the movies are you denying that you ever kissed her are you denying mm -hmm. that you ever 
took her to the back seat of this car are you like none of this is even mentioned it is just categorically denying so it's like and also uh the, the besides that line that you pointed out that was awkward i also thought another one was i mm. can tell you that these stories are categorically false mm. but what can't you tell us like you know that means you've you've got advice over what you can say and right. you were told by someone i can say this so it's mm. like okay and then the other thing he talks about no one in a sexual relationship has contacted him afterward it's like what about the 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 call about possibly being pregnant yeah like no reference to receiving well, this call okay let's say it's consensual but you're still not acknowledging that part no, of the, i think it's okay i think that is technically correct because he's saying she, he didn't get a text saying that wasn't cool she she no i get that i'm just saying that that's a weird thing to it is when you're denying stuff and you're saying all of this it's just to ignore every single element of what is being said and just throwing out i can tell you this is categorically false yeah so okay so for for his statement to be true it's he's basically saying he doesn't know this person other than at most a casual acquaintance mm -hmm. because he's categorically denying all right. allegations. So there were a lot, there was a lot. Yeah. Of, there were a lot of allegations that for, for this to be true, this entire story has to be made up. And I, I, man, that is a tough one to, to go along with. I mean, you're not even saying no this is not how it happened. This is how it happened. Like there's not like as someone, if you're putting out a statement of denying things, what are you denying? He, he's not saying what he's denying. He's just denying everything. Like, yeah. And then that's, this is not the only allegation of rape that has yeah. been placed against him. Yeah. So, I mean, I went on Twitter. There's like three different people with an ongoing conversation right now about it. Mm. And you go on Reddit, and that was a yep. few days ago. Uh, I haven't looked at it since, but there was already a couple of them there, too. Yeah, and so I'm I like, guess oh. and Tumblr. So now there's, yeah. There and the Tumblr one. So for crying out loud, like, yeah. what, what are, he's denying everything. Yeah. Okay. It ends as well. Yeah. And so, then the last one is he'd like to thank friends and family and many, many fans, musicians, and bands who reached out to him to offer their support and help. Who are they? <laughs> That's what I want to know. These bands? <laughs> Which fans are reaching out? So uh, fans who have his phone number then? Are uh, the, the other women he give, gave his phone number to? Like how many of his fans have the, his phone number? Because how else are you reaching out? Or email or well, something? The only person I could see uh, reaching out is uh, Stiza. Oh, <laughs> who's yeah. complaining about cancel culture. And he's probably reached out. They've toured together. I'd like but, to thank R. Kelly for reaching out yeah. from jail. I'd like to thank Gary Glitter from who knows where he is. Yeah. Marilyn like, Manson has Marilyn also Manson, reached thank out. Thank you for reaching out. I, get, I feel like it was a form letter from just a typical band response in support of the singer nothing yeah. like it's not in support of just insane it's not in support of the victim it's it's just as a band as a whole we're against violence against women we're out bye
Like, yeah. that's what they're saying. So, well, we'll follow it. And yeah. uh, if anything else comes along through, we'll hash okay. it out here as best as we can. Make sense yeah. of what's going on. This, Yeah, it's nuts. And then we have some uh, new releases. First one, first one is Yellow Card with Pierce the Veil. And the song is called Three Minutes More. And you were playing it for me in the background. And, you know, for a yellow card song, I liked it. I'm not a big yellow yeah. card fan. I know Lights and Sound mm-hmm. and the like big the hit. Ocean Avenue. Ocean Avenue. It was just a pop punk song. It th- I didn't hear any violin. Was it way down in the mix and I just couldn't pick it up? But Yeah, it was. And, and I'm interested why they're collaborating with Piers the Veil. But I didn't even notice I'm telling the you, collab. This whole, Although like, I don't, I'm not all that familiar with Piers. The, I know more yellow cards. Than yeah, I feel like. I'm just, we are living in like the golden era for the early 2000s pop punk. Oh my goodness. It's weird. Everything is, it's like, it's all back. Yeah. And not only that, it's more mainstream now than it was. So it's stranger because yellow card, they broke out of the underground into the mainstream. Right. But now they are the mainstream and it's making a comeback. So it's not the underground swelling up again. No. It is the mainstream coming back again. And it's a weird thing for me. It's weird. And I think it's just our age now where all that yeah, they're, stuff. Yeah, they're touring. It's, not, it's shopping. It's a grocery store music now. Uh, like, and they're touring with generation. May Day Parade and, and Berlin. So it's a good tour, but it is so, it's wow. like the tour you would have seen 10 15 years ago, 15 years ago, (laughs) 15 15 years ago. Yeah, you're right. 15 or 20 years ago. And well, it feels like it was just yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't, am I going to check out a full album of yellow car? I don't think I, I I am going to the 20th anniversary tour that I just, well, we cover it all here, all the punk. So, you know, someone has to take the bullet. You're You're right. You're willingly, you're willingly taking the bullet and I'm, I'm proud of you for that, and yep. I'm thankful because I can just welcome. listen to one song and be like, yep. well, for Yellow Card, was, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I think I've only seen them like one time a long time ago, so I've never even like seen them when the I- The only reason why I even like them at all is yeah. because the lead singer dated Kelly Clarkson, oh. and Kelly Clarkson's my favorite pop artist, yeah. although it might be Pink. I see. Well, I, don't I know. It's either Kelly Clarkson when or they were originally sort of big, I was like, this is too wimpy for me. So yes. I wasn't into it. But now I've embraced wimpiness, apparently. You know, it's, as I get older, I notice that um, the rage still burns strongly, but it doesn't come out as often. Mm. And so, yes, early yellow card days, mm-hmm. very upset, very angry. Right. And now it's more like, Mm, well, fine. I think we answered the question as to why it's so big. <laughs> a, it has the element of nostalgia for all the people yeah. that missed out on it the first time or went the first time and want to see it again. And a lot of us just don't care about like when a lot of these pop punk bands were big. I was like, no, I like hardcore. This yeah. is wimpy. And now I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I'll go see. I'll see it all. I'll go see. I'll go see a hardcore show. I'll go see an indie rock show. I'll go see a pop punk show. Yeah, you mentioned Anne Berlin, and I was like, oh, weren't they Christian punk? And I was I not into. So. But now I'm. I listen to it completely in a different way, where I'm like, that guy's voice mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm. He can hit notes up in the sky, Anne Berlin guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas in 
It's, or, it's a feel good, feel good drag. And yeah, and originally it was like, no, yeah. not hearing it, yeah. not listening to it, not not having it. I saw uh, them in Berlin at uh, when we were young. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. Did he hit the high notes? I believe so. In key, Colin, in I, the wind. I couldn't hear that well. Let's not be. Let's not be crazy. All right. Well, All right next. Next song <laughs> is. Yes, I found this one. They are called CG8, aka. Come Girl 8, which I did not know their name before I chose them. And I'm like, wow. that. And then I thought their name was Goth Girl 1. But that's the name of the song I like. So they have, they like numbers and yes. all the titles. So CG8, yeah. with, that's the name of the band. Goth Girl 1 was the name of the song. They might be a new band I'm going to have to check into more. I only This is the only song I heard out of New York. They're like Peaches, a little Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. It's a little, a little goth, a little, a yeah, little new wavy. Um, yeah, good call on that. A little post-punk. It's like a good party song, maybe, like, or something but like that. But not when the party's, like, roaring. Okay. It's like at the end of the night Ooh. when you're like, oh, I need to slow it down. Okay, bit. yeah. But I still, I still want to keep it going. Because it's got that, that burn to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's got that vibe. So I'm like, yeah, at the club. At now the I, late night at the club. I want to have a party just so I can make the perfect uh, party playlist Ooh, with you. Yeah, That would be cool. Colin has a good party playlist. Uh, oh, that's true. You, I have, you, had my moments. You had, uh, you once made me a party playlist and I've used it for, you know, many times. I feel like it's a lost art probably with it Spotify is. Is. and all the, I mean, you the, can, the robots you telling you what to listen to. You can do one on there, but it's, it, it, it's, an, it's a skill. It's an art form in itself. Yeah. You got to know. I mean, it's just like... DJing is a thing, right? You have to know when to speed up. You have to know exactly. when people need a break. And things change based on the crowd in the moment. And that's the thing. Yeah. You can make a playlist, but things change. Yeah. And you have to be on the fly about that, which an AI could not. At least not now. They yeah. can't do it. You can't read our the, emotions. In the future, well I don't yet. know what the heck to hold. I'm going to have a party <laughs> of like two or three people I know, and you can stand in the corner, judge the crowd, and adjust the playlist. I'm Ooh. just kidding. <laughs> You got the, the pink wall over there. I yeah. think I could replace some light bulbs with the red lights that I got. Those like those oh, those lights. I already have cool lights. Oh, I'll well, show them to you later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're there. We're oh, having right, a party. We're, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Monk. Monk. Nothing matters. Nothing, I was just driving over here listening to my in the car and Monk came on and the song was called Nothing Matters. And I'm like, this is good. It hardcore. Is good. This is you know, I, I tend, this is I not tend to, yellow card, okay? No, this is not yellow card. I tend card. to like hardcore in general. Uh-huh. But I don't find it catchy. Yeah. And I don't find it compelling to keep coming back to. It's just something that, oh, I always like hardcore. It's cool. Yeah. And then this song, though, this is a compelling hardcore song. And that's why I had to I had to bring it bring it on the show. Yeah. There's a lot of hardcore, and you, you know, can, and it's hard to tell yeah. unless you're into it. Yeah. A lot of hardcore sounds the same because it's just very fast and very gruff and yeah. very yelly. And Maybe that's another reason that pop punk is so much more popular now. I have a theory because it is like more digestible in other things, right? Oh like, heck yeah! Um, driving around, sing like singing along, great for that. Mm-hmm. Exercise way better for that than like some other genres because mm-hmm. you need like kind of a catchy part to fo- focus on, right? Um, and then it's also not as annoying to like your other people around you who yes. don't like your music because even people that I've been around like that don't listen to rock so much, like they actually, they'll like put up with pop punk or yeah. something like that. But good luck trying to put on like a hardcore you- 
album around there or like metal or anything like that. They That's don't an like excellent that. point. You can use pop punk as a yeah. gateway into punk yeah. and then a gateway into harder punk yeah. and then a gateway into hardcore. But you can't gateway hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no- or even movies. Like it's <laughs> so can't. often the soundtrack. It, it's like good for soundtrack because you have like a energetic thing yeah. as, the, as the character like drives away or leans for the kiss or enters a party or whatever. Like it's so good for so many things. It's so versatile. I never realized it or appreciated it when I was yeah. just more into hardcore. Hardcore uh, is like someone who already knows different flavors of whiskey. Oh, I was going to you know, say hardcore is an like experienced it's drinker. like a blue cheese like it's an acquired there you taste. Go. Yeah, and probably pop a better punk, example. Yes. That's craft singles. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone has had it. Like everyone knows what it tastes like. They might, you know, like it's, yeah. yeah, it's the melted cheese. It's, it's not for the people that are super into cheese per se. Yeah. But then if you really get into cheese, like you said, yeah. you're, okay, you you're, might be willing to try yeah. hardcore. Yeah, you'll start with the craft and, and, and cheddar and, you know, you move on to, you know, Havarti here Ooh, and there. Jack, and then all of a sudden you're eating blue cheese or like... Sheep's yeah, yeah, milk you're, cheese or whatever. Right. So that's what it is. It's it's just more accessible. I don't know why that it's not obvious to us. I think because we went through it like completely different direction than a lot of people. So it maybe wasn't immediately, you know, obvious to us. Oh, that, I don't of think course, at age more... 17 you could explain it to me this way and be like, you know what? It's like aged cheese. Yeah, aged and cheese. That's how I'm going to get excited about hardcore. No. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's what we do now. Yeah, but now, now we can look back and be like, oh, it, music is like cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wrapped up my picks. Yeah. Do you have any grudges this week? You know, in therapy, mm-hmm. you get some advice and some of it's good and some of it's bad. And when it goes bad, man, Those it can good. really go against you if you don't know what you're doing and you do it wrong. Uh-uh. So that's... um. I hadn't had an experience where like I had ever had a bad outcome oh. or a trying a technique that I didn't understand I and it didn't go what well. What you're trying to say is when you get advice that doesn't work, that's your grudge, yeah. the, the, the short of yeah, the long uh, of it. Cause okay. there's just so much trust where right. I, I'm willing to try anything you got, throw it at me. And mm-hmm. then you're just not good at it. And it goes wrong. Uh, it's not so much a grudge. It's just more like, well, I mean, it is a grudge. Mm-hmm. I, I probably, I could go into more detail, but I won't. But <laughs> that's where I'm going to end it with. That's my grudge then. Yeah, I've definitely gotten a lot of some advice here and there that's been terrible. So I understand <laughs> from my friends usually. Well, that's, I mean, I would expect something off the wall from an off the wall friend. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. sometimes things go good and sometimes they don't. Yeah. yeah. I have to think about my grudge. I don't even... Yeah, you weren't prepared for grudge. Yeah. I mean, now we have a grudge on anti-flag just yeah, flat out. But that's that's pretty <laughs> obvious. Yeah. So this has been... Almost Punk Podcast. Almost Punk Podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next time. Yep. Follow us on Instagram at Almost Punk. Send us, uh, send us your music. Send us your grudges. Almost Punk Pod at gmail.com. We're out of here. Yep. Bye. <laughs>